<laughs> Gina, Shanzi Margaret, this is a beautiful fun day. We're celebrating da -da, da -da, the launch. Da -da, da -da. <laughs> oh, you got two of them. I have another one way over there. <laughs> I want to introduce you before we start our conversation. Um, Gina Shanzi Martyr is a love, lover, artist, published author, animal rights activist, tree hugger, and survivor. She is passionate about nutrition, emotional, and physical wellness, is a spiritual growth enthusiast. For over 20 years, her relentless passion has been anchored in coaching women of all ages and culture. Gina's mission is to guide and support women in discovering healing from painful life experiences and trauma so they can live their absolute best lives. Through shared lessons of the heart, deep understanding of compassion and the secrets of the universal powers and gifts, it is Gina's goal to give women the tools, confidence, and power to heal themselves and fall in love with themselves, their unique talents and passions, and their amazing lives. It's beautiful. Now, there's more yeah. in this bio, but you can read it when you pick up a copy of the book. <laughs> and today, we're, you're, the name of your chapter is Adventures in Forgiveness. Let's talk about that and why you chose to participate in, in this beautiful book series and the backstory behind all this. Okay. Well, thank you for having me today, Becky. This is really exciting for me. Um, this would be my first published author interview ever. <laughs> so it's a pretty big deal for me. Um, the way that I came about being part of this amazing group of women and book is a uh, a really good girlfriend of mine, Lisa, um, who's also a beautiful soul healer, um, invited me to uh, get on a call with the uh, Legacy Inner Circle that Marsh does twice a month. And she gathers a group of women together to discuss various topics and have beautiful epiphanies and share their stories. And it's... Um, how I got introduced to Marsh. And then from there, um, Marsh had, Marsh had reached out and asked me in last year's Amazing Women's book if I would be a contributing author, which I did. And I was very excited. It was really, really last second. Um, I think our call was on December 15th and I needed to have it done by January 1st. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, once you do that and then you go through the process of what we're doing right now of promoting and celebrating and watching the book on the bestseller charts and um, seeing the reaction of, of women who who had that book in their hand, I was just on such a big high. It was so exciting that when this proposal came about, I just jumped on it. <laughs> and it was... Um, super exciting. And, you know, then we learned more about, you know, the title and things like that, which at first got a bit intimidating. And then I was like, whoa, am I over my head? Um, but again, you know, the universe steps in as it always does and the process begins. And, um, and that really was a process for me. You know, it was, it was kind of one of those things when you tell your story, you almost have to take all of the 
ideas out of your mind of who's going to read this, who's going to hear this story, what are they going to think? You know, you have to eliminate all of that so you can just be authentic. Um, and that's, you know, as challenging as it was, and it it was very cathartic. And it was, I remember describing to Marsh one day on a call with her, um, <laughs> it literally, you know, we talk about being rebirthed or it, it felt like I was in the process of being birthed, like in the canal and you're being squeezed so tight and you don't know if you're going to see the light at the end. And then all of a sudden you finally, you know, come out, but um, yeah. So, you know, I took the challenge and I'm so grateful that I did because of all the beautiful women I've got to meet the, the, the depths of my inner self that I got to share and, um, and yeah, it's just been a really great process. Beautiful. You know, I've worked with a lot of women that have bring, bring their story to the world. And what I find is it's such a, it's such a journey and it's such a, it's scary at times. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, and now it's time for everybody's going to read my story. You know? <laughs> and yet there's something very freeing about it. And I think we grow so much more through that process. Yeah. Absolutely. It is. It's a process of letting go and letting be. And really, at the end of the day, that's where we all want to be, you know, just peacefully where it being in what it what it is, you know, life can throw us so many beautiful experiences and so many challenges and, you know, being present and doing our best to stay positive through those experiences is what create the beauty of life really you know the the yin and yang is is hard as it can seem at first is really what gives us the identity of the polarity of the beauty of life you know Absolutely. the good and the bad the the dark and the light and we wouldn't know what one thing was without the other that's right Yes, yeah. you have a beautiful quote at the beginning of your chapter on adventures and forgiveness. It says self-forgiveness is the ultimate level of forgiveness. It opens the pathway to self-love, the authentic light that leads to living our heart and soul's deeper, deepest passions and manifesting our greatest visions. What inspired you to, to choose this topic and what's this, kind of the story behind it all? What's the end of the story? No, what's the story behind? Oh, yeah. well, the reason why I think the book title went into the forgiveness piece was because um, really my journey has been a ton of different things that have been leading me. Let me think of a different way of saying this. Um For me, I had to go through a lot of different stages to heal myself from traumas that I experienced throughout my life. And, you know, there's a lot of pathways to that and everybody has to find what resonates with them. And so I, you know, I went down a lot of different pathways and one of them that kept reappearing in my life was forgiveness being able to forgive and let go of experiences that I had labeled one way or another, you know, whether it be 
experiences that I had with other people, experiences that I had with myself. And through that process is where I learned um, forgiving others is a beautiful notion, but how relevant is it if we haven't learned to forgive ourselves? You know, how can we give somebody something that we can't give ourselves? And that story or that 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 lesson brought me full circle into the depths and layers of looking at areas that I needed to work on to forgive myself to be accountable in my life. You know, um, I think that's a big, big thing for me is um, for myself to learn that I've learned and that hopefully I can help others understand is that when when we realize that we can be accountable for our life and for our experiences and for our reaction to our experiences is when I think we can really live in our truth. Absolutely. And so through forgiveness of myself, I was truly able to find the power within me to truly let go and forgive others in my life and understand that a lot of times those experiences, well, not a lot of time, all the time, those experiences are our teachers. Yes. And that is where I ended up in, I can forgive myself, but now I have to love myself, <laughs> you know? And again, you can't love somebody else without loving yourself. You can't forgive somebody else truly without forgiving yourself. So that's kind of where the, um, the quote on the self-forgiveness and the, and the title of the chapter. Right. And it's such a journey for us to, to get to that point. And yet that is the greatest gift we could give ourselves. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times it takes time to figure out where we need to forgive ourselves. It's not like at the top of our thought process or it's like, oh, I've done this to myself or I've, 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 I've done a lot of negative self-talk. I've, 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 didn't set boundaries in areas that were meaningful or important to me. Um, I overgave until I was on empty. I overloved until I was on empty. You know, I heard something the, the other day that I thought was really great. And it was about how it was about self-love. And it was like, um, it was saying that it's almost like we're all trying to give out love but we're not bringing it in. And it's kind of like breathing out and never breathing in. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a good analogy. It is <laughs> yeah, so I thought it was a really beautiful analogy. Um, yeah. So when you work with individuals to kind of get to that place of self-forgiveness, what's it like for a person? What's your process as you work with a person to, to understand that journey? Well, you know, I think it really starts with um, digging deep and being honest with ourselves, you know, and that could be a process and it could be a very painful process and that's okay. You know, I'm one of those people who believe we need to celebrate our emotions. Yes. Um, they are our human gift and, um, instead of running from what we've been told are our negative emotions, embracing them. Um, and 
you know, I just share my story and I, I encourage women to dig deep within their hearts and really find their truth. And, um, you know, there's different things you can do. You can, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to say that, but yeah, just really looking for your truth and, and understanding who you are. You really have to grow to, to know who you are, to be able to understand what you like or what you don't like about yourself. I've used a lot of things like, um, shadow work or reparenting myself. So I, I can look at things differently, which is really about, um, analyzing our belief systems of, you know, where, where do they come from? Did we create our belief systems? Were they given to us? Do they honor us? Do they serve us? Um, What's that? They generational passed down from generations. Absolutely. Which is typically the case, right? You know, we, we take on the belief systems that we've been taught and, so through reanalyzing those belief systems and really looking at what resonates with your truth of who you are and um, creating belief systems that serve you and serve you in the world um, can help generate levels of forgiveness because it's a lot of what we believe, you know, again, with like, um, the negative self-talk, the self-sabotage types of behaviors, we've learned those behaviors and, um, you know, it's time to unlearn them and forget ourselves forever, putting ourselves through it and loving ourselves all the way to the end. I think as humans, we're, we tend to be harder on ourselves perhaps than anybody else. hundred percent. Yeah. You know, hundred Second guess, guessing ourselves, not giving ourselves any credit, feeling unworthy. Right. So the list can go on and on. And it's and, so, and unless we kind of get to that point where we realize there's something way more than deeper that in us. And yeah. that, that calling from deep within that says, hey, wait a minute, it's not working. You know, so <laughs> let's find a better way. Let's find that way. And yeah. as we do, and as we begin to live a more satisfying, healthy life, it, it creates a ripple because we, a ripple effect out to the world because mm-hmm. we're different and we show up differently. You know? Absolutely. And, and differently. because it's true, what we create on the inside, we create on the outside. And that's where that ripple effect begins. And, you know, living by example, I mean, I wouldn't be the woman I am today if I didn't have mentors and and other women who inspired me and taught me invaluable lessons. And, um, and that's really the beauty of it all. You know, we all have something to share. We all have something to teach and we all have something to heal. And as Marsh likes to say, when we link arms, we really can do that, you know, one little step at a time. Well, and I think in the pages of this pretty incredible book, you know, everyone sharing their story, each one of us have such a unique, different, maybe perspective, yet we're all saying the same thing. We have different this is, 
expressing. What I was noticing on watching some of the interviews this morning and, and all that led me to see is it's like if if eight of these authors are really kind of saying similar things than the masses, it's it's out there for the masses. We're all experiencing very similar things and we're all here to support and love each other through this process. Absolutely. Wow. Mm -hmm. So in one, maybe just a short sentence or two to describe you. You're going, oh no, don't ask me a question like that. <laughs> you know, I think I'm always a child at play who always has a song in my heart and a sense of innocence to me, but at the same time, I'm a warrior and a phoenix rising and somebody who wants to see that sparkle in the eyes of every woman that I pass in the path of my life. Beautiful. Yes. Couldn't Thank be you. expressed any better. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jackie. So for everybody out there that is going to watch this video or um, pick up a copy of this incredible, beautiful book and read the stories. And it's a common voice saying the same thing, but in different life experiences that gives a better, a different just expression of the same words about yeah. a woman stepping into her, fem her prosperity, her feminine and feminine prosperity doesn't always mean money. It means happiness. It means so much more. I think the prosperity money has more of a masculine attachment to it. I'm sorry, I hate to say it like that, but right, absolutely. It's it's I I think it's about truth. It's about knowing, you know, knowingness within ourselves. It's like being whole, being authentic, and being in love with that. Yes, absolutely. At the same time. Yeah. Thank you for a beautiful interview. Thank you, Becky, so much. Have a wonderful day, everybody.